Today I'm interviewing Francisca. She's a dentist from Chile and came to Austria on her relatives of EU citizen residency permit. She did this because she is married to a German citizen living in Austria. I hope you enjoy listening. Immigration stories Austria. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> thanks for being here and thanks for making the time, Francisca, our friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. Um, just quickly, why are you here and what's your story? Oh, uh, well, I am from Chile and I got married with a German that has been living in Austria for almost 12 years. So when I met him eight years ago, he was already um, living here. So when we um, got married, it was like the obvious place to stay. So that's because why. he's been living there before. Exactly. So he was he did his bachelor, then he did the PhD, and then he was working here. So when we could decide if we wanted to stay in Chile or in Europe, we thought that for his career it was better to live in Europe. So that's why we decided to stay in Austria. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was it for you an easy decision to leave Chile for Austria or Germany? <laughs> or? Um, well, it was not that hard, but not that easy either. Um, for some things, what easier because I have been in Austria many times before. We had been dating for eight years before getting married. Wow. So I had been coming back and forward to Austria for many years. So I already knew the city. I knew some people and I really like Europe. Um, so that part was okay, but of course leaving the family and friends behind is, is never easy. I thought it would be easier, but no. Um, mm. So then when I took the decision, I was like, okay, then it, it was a long preparation. Um, COVID also kind of helped me to in order to stay more at home, enjoy my family, and then um, fly here. Ah, okay, yeah. so you moved after COVID. Yeah, kind of in, in, in the middle. So mm -hmm. he proposed on 2019, in summer in 2019, so right before COVID. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to get married in 2020, but COVID was here. And then we managed to get married in the summer of 2021, mm -hmm. um, when the relations in order to travel were a little bit lighter, at yeah. least in Europe. So yeah, mm -hmm. so that's when we got married and I moved. So my parents came with me and I got married and then they left and I <laughs> I stayed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Okay, logistically interesting. Yeah. It was a, it was a lot of logistics in order to to make it happen. I can imagine especially thinking about all the lockdowns and everything as well, planning a wedding, planning a move, that's a lot of things on top of each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um so career-wise because this was obviously a love decision. Yeah. Were you able to transfer your previous job that you had in Chile to the skills that you have here? Like, um, or? No, uh, I'm a dentist and oh. I am a specialist in rheology and I was working as a dentist in Chile um, but I knew before coming that the um, recognition title and everything from Latin America to Austria takes up to five years. Wow, that's so a long time. It's a very long time, but I knew that. So it was not like, oh, I don't know what I'm getting into. Mm -hmm. um, so that was also part of the decision, like, okay, am I willing to wait for five years in order to do what I like to do? Um, but yeah. Um, so 
So let's track back a bit. What was the process in the beginning? You're here on a family reunification visa? Like yeah, I have, I, don't, I have a residency uh, for UE uh, relatives. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got. But because the visa had to be in Germany? Or? Because the visa, I'm married to a UE citizen that then doesn't apply for Germany or for Austria. It's more like... He, he's German, but he lives in Austria, so he has a residency in Austria. And in that case, you can apply to this kind of um, residency. So you applied in Austria? I applied in Austria, mm -hmm. yeah. It would be a totally different story if he, as a German, was going to be living in Germany. Mm -hmm. But because he lives in Austria, then I, can, I am allowed to apply to this kind of residency, which is um, a little bit easier because you can... They ask for less requirements and um, also it's for five years and then it get permanent. Mm -hmm. So so um, what were the requirements? The requirements were, um, yeah, I do remember because there were not that many. So there were a wedding certificate. Mm -hmm. um, it was his residency um, card, a picture and a proof that the wedding was real. So of course. <laughs> How did you prove the wedding was real? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, w I was wondering the same when I went there and well, they asked questions. So at some point they asked him to leave in order to ask kind of the same questions, which I mean, it's it's fine. I guess if you're faking your wedding, of course that's hard. But when you have a relationship for so many years, there is no question they can make that you will not know how to reply. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they also asked for pictures for the wedding. So we had our CV wedding in Austria. Um, so we had all the pictures. My family came, his family came, we had friends. Mm -hmm. So we had, it was funny because they were like, okay, you show us pictures. And we were like, okay, let me look. And we were looking at the phone. And then they were like, can you send it to us? And we were like, yeah, sure. So we would send it to an email account. And then they were printing the pictures and put it in my file. So they printed out your wedding photos? <laughs> yes, they printed out my wedding photos. They asked for pictures from the past. I was like, I don't know, but then Instagram, of course, has pictures yeah. from the past, so we were taking a screenshot and sending it to the lady. Yeah, that's great, because I think um, Instagram has timestamps as well. Exactly, so they could see the date, mm -hmm. um, and I think that was also helpful. Yeah, it's hard um, to fake the date. <laughs> exactly, so we, that's why we took the screenshot without like deleting anything, mm -hmm. because yeah, for them it would be easier to see from where when we started dating. So. Mm -hmm. So we, that, was, that was a way of proving that okay. it was real, yeah. All right, interesting. So <clears throat> coming back to your qualifications, right? Mm -hmm. So considering you have your visa here, your husband is here, your friends and family are in Vienna, yeah. um, you also applied to get your qualifications certified in Austria. Yes, exactly. That's, in a, that's a part of the process, so mm -hmm. this is still not done. But because of my residency, I can work. So I'm working right now, but I'm not working as a dentist. I'm working in an NGO. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, as soon as I got the residency permit, that happened like after a week after applying. It was wow, super fast. I got it in my mail. Um, mm -hmm. You didn't even have to go? Nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. And they don't ask for more requirements, so you don't have to show German on fundings or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, for this kind of residency, you don't need it. So it was very fast, and in the moment that I got it, I could have started applying for, for jobs. So then this, uh, this um, application, I mean, this job opening came up, and I applied, and I got the job. So I am working with this NGO um, half-time, 
which allows me to study German in the other ah, half time. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like a good position for me because yeah, it, it study German things sometimes. So it does. Yeah. So it it cannot allow me to balance those two things in order to um, later on apply for a full tone down. Um, with more um, German mm-hmm. skills. Or maybe have your <laughs> dentistry practiced in, yes. uh, in well, German. Yes, I mean, one of the requirements besides all the paperwork is to have C1 in German. Wow. So, um, yeah. I'm, At what point? After the five years of living here? or um, Five years it took the paperwork, so I guess mm-hmm. probably they will make me do some tests, some exams, and probably... Like, to get the permanent residence. No, no, no. To get their title recognized. Ah, okay. Yeah, for the for the residency, I they don't ask for anything. Okay, so yeah. what uh, what requirements do you need to get the title and your education recognized? Well, so far the university is checking all the papers. That takes like one year and a half, and after that they tell you, okay, you need to write some test, or they tell you you need to go back to university. So what they say and they claim is that all this process can take up to five years and then you are allowed to work wow so honestly i don't know at this point if i have to write any test or if i have to go back to university i don't know yet because the university is not done checking the all the papers okay and is this process um, free or did you have to go through consultants or did you have to um well it was for free but of course um yeah, I had to do a lot of research before mm-hmm. with my husband in order to understand it because it's not that easy and because there are not many dentists that come from South America, so not many people know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe we can collect your research and put it in the show notes Yeah, yeah <laughs> for yeah. everyone to see so nobody has to go through this again. So yeah. all the dentists in South America, listen up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, wow, that's a, a very intense process you're having and all, all the luck with it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, did you have to do anything else um, to, to settle in Austria besides the visa and the qualifications? Or? Um, no, at that point, but before, yes, because I got married here. So I, and I was in Chile when we asked for the appointment to get married. Um, I had to uh, send paperwork here. So I had to send like um, my address certificate. Um, I have to show that I was single. Um, I had to show my birth certificate, a copy of my passport, all of that. So I had to work on that on Chile, then get it like um, the apostille, and then notarized. Exactly, and mm-hmm. then I had to translate all that into German with a um, legal um, translator yeah. mm-hmm. um, and with all of that my husband had to go to the city hall and ask for the appointment mm-hmm. um, and that paperwork is valid only for six months uh, and the due date was in August the 1st of 2021 and I got married on the 31st Oof. Uh, because before I couldn't leave Chile because the border were closed there so mm-hmm. we were not allowed to leave the country and actually I had to apply for a specific permission in order to come here because I told them you know I did a lot of paperwork and this due date is coming up and I need to go mm-hmm. because otherwise I will have to do everything again and they allowed me to come with my family so that was nice 
um, and also I didn't find an appointment in a city hall in Vienna. Uh, so then we got an appointment in Tunden Donau, that is mm-hmm. like, I don't know, one hour from yeah. Vienna. And they were very nice and they helped us a lot. Uh, we changed mm-hmm. actually the wedding day two times because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm, and they were very, very okay. helpful. That's good. Was the, um, was the marriage in English as well? Or did they, uh, was they, the service in German? <laughs> well, they did it like half. The lady was very nice. So she did it in German. But she said, if you have somebody that can speak Spanish and you want to translate it, that's fine. So uh, one of the friends of my husband speak uh, very fluent Spanish. So he was translating part of the, of the ceremony. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> that was very, very nice. So my parents could understand. I could understand. At that moment, I didn't speak that much German. So it was mm-hmm. nice to, to be able to understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Wow. That's quite the journey. Um, yeah. yeah. Preparing to get married, getting the visa sorted, um, getting your qualifications certified. Yeah. Um, which one is the process that took the longest or how long do you think this consumed uh, your time um well time consuming would be all the documentation to get married because i had a lot to do in chile and back then because of covid they were not very fast so that was very very slow um but of course the longest it would be without a question there to get my title recognized yeah, and fingers crossed on that <laughs> yeah. happening soon. Yeah. As well. The good thing is that I don't have to do anything. I'm just waiting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you need to be patient. Yeah, but I mean, exercising <laughs> patience can be sometimes draining as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And um, you've been in Vienna for a year and a half now. A year and a half now. Yeah. How are you? How are you finding your community? How are you finding your people? Oh, it's very hard. It. I. I would not lie. For me, it has been hard. Um, is it because of the language or is it because of um, the culture? Or I would say both. At the beginning, of course, was the language and also because of the culture. Because um, as a South American, I'm super social. And also as a South American, we are very spontaneous in around like meetings and things. And here, everything is more like on a program planned uh, it's planned so you need to have kind of your calendar mm-hmm. um and that's it's hard to get used to that a bit of a culture shock i take yeah it. exactly because i before i didn't plan with much time in advance mm-hmm. um so i was trying to be spontaneous but then i found out that that didn't work so then now i am also planning mm-hmm. and everything but to adjust to that it's it's hard because uh, that means that if you don't plan in advance, you have nothing to do, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was, it has been very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how are you finding friends now that you started uh, shifting your strategy to planning? <laughs> like... Well, I met a lot of friends through my husband because, um, because he, he has been living here for a long time. So he had a lot of friends. And so I have meeting the girlfriends or wives. So that's a way how I mm-hmm. make friends. And also at some point I was like, okay, I will try to join Facebook groups and meeting people. Um, that didn't work out that well. I met 
I have one friend that is also from Chile, and I met her in a in is a there a big group. Chilean group in Austria? No, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, and then I joined um, a sport uh, club, like in a yoga studio, and then I also met people through that. And it's a English yoga studio, so oh. um, it was. It's nice because at the beginning that I could not speak German, I feel very secure about trying even to speak mm -hmm. it so um that was a very nice thing to find out. yeah maybe we can link that in the show notes as well yes all yes, the english course. speakers out there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um all right and what would you what would you suggest anyone starting out do now how can you encourage people to still go through this process <laughs> even if i don't know visas are tedious or processes take years at times yeah i would say um well to be very patient um, try to stay positive even if it's hard um, and try to find people that support um, the bad days especially because there are many many bad days and winter doesn't help either <laughs> um, so yeah it's what I do try to for me doing sport help a lot um, so at some point I was doing like every day going to do yoga mm -hmm. um, so yeah just to find out what suits and then do it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of reinventing yourself a little bit again. Yeah, exactly. Moving to a new place, yeah. Yeah, like taking also like if you don't feel good one day and you want to be in bed, be in bed and then restart, like allow yourself to say, okay, no, today I don't have a good day. Like to me, that really helped like to say, no, today it's a bad day and just stay in bed and then the next day try again. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I allowed myself not to um, be depressed but also not to force myself to feel good. So like mm -hmm. replied according to what my mm -hmm. body was needed. And uh, the sport is what helped you to stay positive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so good. Well, um, we're very happy that you've made it to Austria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You chose to live here. Yeah, it's, it's a very nice country. It's... Uh, it's 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 different. I love spring and summer here, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as everybody we all here. are. <laughs> I, I know, um, um, but yeah. Yeah. No. Thanks so much for your words of encouragement and um, all the Chileans coming to <laughs> Austria. You're in luck. You have an expert here now. Yeah. Um, Just contact me, and <laughs> I'm happy to help too. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will link to your profile as well. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you know someone or even are someone whose story needs to be told, please message me under immigration.stories.austria at gmail.com. You can also find the email address in the show notes. Immigration Stories Austria.